um, there's also there. Hey guys, this is the Fire and Ice Show. You're listening to us live on Never Go Radio. TJ and Jamal are going to be doing a song acoustic for us here in a couple minutes. This is another podcast site. It's better than Spreaker. Oh, okay. Cool. It sends the podcast out immediately to six different places. One of the places that I took. Yeah. There's a plug down here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Say hi, Pitbull. <laughs> hi, Pitbull. You're such a wise ass. You're <laughs> being a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to log out world. Don't be like, oh, man, but- <laughs> he posted on my new picture, Jamal's site. Can, get <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be hysterical. <laughs> Jamal would be like, what the hell? Is- Why am I getting so many hits on my page? All right. And we are back, guys and gals, and everybody out there listening. Everybody in between. And everybody in between. Uh, Real quick, I just want to give a shout out uh, to the people that are in the chat room right now Corbin, Jen, Oh, Mrs. Bon Jovi. That would be Ronnie. Oh, we, <laughs> we all know that. Oh, my gosh. Everybody knows that. Well, no, not everybody, because some people are just listening for the first time tonight oh, because sorry. they're on the show. And now you just ruined the surprise. We could have had people thinking that Bon Jovi's wife was yeah. in the chat room. That would have been cool. <laughs> She's from Jersey. Uh, New got radios from Jersey. I know, right? All right, everybody. All right, so... You guys are gonna perform a little ditty for us. We are. Um, uh, this, this is a song. This, so this is a song that actually, after Hurricane Katrina happened, I, I saw this thing on TV, and it was ironically with Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen. They were doing like a benefit for uh, the, the victims of Hurricane Katrina. You know, way back, you know, over ten years ago. And uh, I wrote the song, you know, about that. And then I never published it. And then this year, you know, over the last year or so, all these natural disasters happened, and then, and then. I met Jamal, and it just like it just seemed like this was the time, and so you know I wanted to do something to you know to put to try to pitch in to help these people. So we we recorded this song, made a video that you can get to from Jamal's site or mine, and we're you know and it's obviously we're trying to plug our music, but more importantly, if nothing ever happens out of anything, if we can help some of these people, that's that's exactly the reason that I'm, I'm in this, and I know Jamal is too. So that's this song is about just trying to help people. And so if you get out there and you share a video or buy the song, we're, we're giving the proceeds to four different charities that we picked that are related to the, the, four, the different natural disasters. Operator air. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, you know, and so hopefully people will continue to share the song. You know, a like is great, but a share is better because we're putting the money in. You don't have, it doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is share it and we'll pay for it. And so. the song is up on my page now and, and TJ. So check out Never yeah. Seen or Jamal Anthony and, Share this video because we definitely want to help as much as possible. Yes, we do. Yeah. So this is a song called Relief. All right.
Myself singing that song, but I, I almost forget what I'm doing because I'm waiting to hear him. Because I just want, like, oh, I love that. Oh, that sounds so good. And I, oh, you gotta still play the song, dude. Like, <laughs> anyway, good job. Man, you know what? A wise man once said, you know. You either got the juice or the sauce. Well, you got uh, that kombucha or whatever it's called. <laughs> he got the sauce. I got the juice. I got the kombucha juice. He got the 24-7 sauce. <laughs> and in the refrigerator, juice don't last as long as sauce. No. So, Not if you do it the way I do. I'm, 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 just out in the world. I'm just out in the world trying to find sauce. Shush. 
Wait a minute, is it salty? Is it sauce or gravy? It's all gravy. It's sauce. It's, all gravy. it's sauce, but I like I like I like that. I can, I can use some gravy. Use <laughs> gravy. gravy sauce, yeah. Gravy sauce, yeah. gravy. <laughs> yeah, because gravy, gravy's like that old. Thing. I like that old thing. I love it when when you watch Italians <laughs> argue, have argue arguments with non-Italians on whether the marinara sauce is called sauce oh, or sauce. gravy. Sauce. You know what? I've seen, sauce. I've seen Italians the argue over in the that. Yeah. Oh, they said it sounded great, too. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> awesome. Is it Taylor ham or pork roll? Pork roll. Is it Taylor ham or pork roll? Pork roll. Okay. Is it tomato or tomato? Tomato. <laughs> it's Caribbean. Tomato. What do you Caribbean. call it the top of the house? Roof. The roof. Okay, the roof. Did I even say roof? No. What is that roof? Oh, then we can get into the I whole... I museum. That's creek what I want to know. and crick thing. Museum. Creek okay. and crick? Yeah. That's is it Lancaster or Lancaster? Well, what is it? Creek or crick? Ah, creek or what? Crick. Creek. Crick. Crick. I'm going to that Marsh We grew up crick. Thank you. I'm going to stay on crick. On crick? We grew up on the crick, but maybe you grew up on the crick. Let me, let me tell you something. Is it water or water? <laughs> it's water. 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 I'm saying it. Let me tell you, let me tell you a little story about me. Tell me a little story about you. When I was old enough to wash clothes. Now see, I'm from Virginia. I was born and raised. Shinkatig, Virginia. I think we had this conversation. Whoop, whoop. So Virginia in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I really should say, I'm like, I'm, a, I'm a, actually a transplant, so it really should be saying, I'm a transplant Virginia in the house. But I stayed. I stayed. Okay. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. So when I was old enough to wash my own clothes, I was always getting backhanded. Or getting a bar of soap in my mouth because my mother would say, "Go wash your clothes," and I would correct her. There's no R in wash. Go wash your clothes. Go wash your clothes. Go wash your clothes. And I would tell her, "There's no R in wash." Yes, what? Right across the mouth or a bar of soap. Mm. <laughs> because and every this happened every time. Really? That's every harsh. time. I didn't learn my lesson. I was bound and determined to teach her how to spell wash. I admire your courage. You know what it was? <laughs> you said, yo, I'm not letting off of this. It is wash. <laughs> you said, you, you, you know what? You made a decision. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to conform to wash. <laughs> to wash. You beat my ass. Until, until, until you get it right. Hey, hey. Keep on smacking me up. Keep <laughs> smacking me. Yeah, that's a, I love doing laundry, by the way. That's like, hey, all right. I love doing laundry. I, I hate doing laundry. I love it. But I don't mind putting it away. I don't like because I like folding my own laundry. It's a thing. I've done my own laundry since the sixth grade. Yeah, I freak I, out. Me too. I don't like doing my laundry. My socks. Yeah. They always lose one sock. <laughs> and if you and lose a sock, I throw the other one out. It's the dryer monster. You I have it literally a it's pile. It's the people monster. A pile. <laughs> Of single socks on my dresser. People be touching their socks. It's like everybody's, all four of us, there's piles of single socks. And after about six months, if I don't find the match, it's gone. I got, I get like, I get weird, yeah. I I need my socks to, yeah. I know a lot of ladies like to wear this. Do you fold? Oh, I cannot stand that. I can't stand it. Come over here. I cannot stand. stand it. <laughs> I can't stand that. I can't. I can't. I can't stand that. That's and my 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 one friend will constantly. She does not match her socks. She just pulls whatever socks out of the drawer. Oh, she needs to be slapped. That's just not right. She sends me pictures of her feet with the the unmatched socks, and I'm just like, ugh. It's that and it's the, like a pet peeve though, or is it And like, I hope you don't do this and I hope you don't do this. Well, let's see. But the guys that wear the tube socks with flip flops or sandals, oh. no. Yeah. No. Are you you do that? Jamal, we got to what are you talking tube socks? Like ankle socks? <laughs> like, no. Ankle okay, socks no, no, no. Like Lee up has. to your knees. Tube socks. That's what they used to call them way back when. You're a little young for that. Alright. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, I remember. I do it sometimes. When I'm going to the gym, I put them on because I work out in just socks. <laughs> so why don't you just wear sneakers? 
I don't, I don't like I don't like wearing shoes. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> do you wear socks with flip flops? Ankle socks, yes. With flip flops. <laughs> with flip flops. Flip flops are slides. Where not not slides. Not flip-flops. the thong joints. Slide. The big toe. Is that, the, is that the slide? The ones that just go across, like the Nike one. Oh, yeah, slides. I wear Adidas socks with my slides. Okay, that's, that's okay. okay. I'm talking about the flip-flops. Where the one where the piece goes toe. in between. Oh, man, yeah. who does that? <laughs> oh, lots of people. Oh, God, no. That's a, ugh, that's another one. I'm like, I don't. I remember the tube socks. They were, like, back in the 80s. Like, uh, it was a big thing. We, we'd go to concerts all – I mean, there were constantly concerts around here in the 80s. Yeah. And we'd go to a concert, and, you know, I, I was – I grew up in the 80s, so I was like big hair, really blonde, you know, the whole bit. And we go to these concerts, and these guys walk around in these, like, those short shorts, kind of like the they had the dukes. white around it. The they, were like, they were like red or blue, but they had like the white stripes around it. And they'd have tube socks up to their knees that had mm. like the same color as their shorts. And I literally would go up at least one concert, at least one time a concert, go up to them and literally go and like, Scoot their like, socks down. Looking like NBA players. No, I scoot their socks down. I push their socks down. You pull them down. Dude, yeah, dude, that ain't right. You look so like funny. you might go get laid like this. <laughs> I like that. You should have liked and, that. And the, the, the girls on Facebook right now, shout out to Kristen and Adolf Sherry, they said that they do not wear Mitch Mac socks. Thank Good. you. Thank you. You got to buy mismatched socks. They're and if they don't match, then your dogs get them. But <laughs> yeah, mismatched socks are wild. Wild. Well, I don't know them, but I like them already. Yeah. I can't stand that whole. I was, I, I got but you weird. can you can go in stores now and buy packs of socks and none of them match. Mismatch. That's what I'm saying. Then you always then, then you're always get, then you're always matched because you never match. That's the whole thing. No, almost as never. That's no. just laziness as far as that's That's something that should be never seen. Oh, 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 I like that. <laughs> but always hurt. Hmm. <laughs> I know. I know some girls who like to match the underwear with the bras too. Well, they oh. sell them like that. Okay, they sell them like right. that sometimes. What's up? What's, 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 what y'all think? I don't know. I'm just. I'm, I'm merely a man. I'm <laughs> merely a man. I'm merely a man. I don't know what the nothing is. I he hate doesn't that. match his bra to his underwear. Can y'all sleep in your socks? Because I can't sleep in socks. Oh, I can if it's cold. In the winter time, winter- if it's oh, cold, time. I will go to bed with socks. But in the middle of the night, I kick the socks. I, 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 I literally can't sleep in socks on. I don't. I don't know. I must be getting older. Or something. I don't like shoes. <laughs> I like flip flops only. Jamal likes to be naked is what he's saying. He just likes <laughs> You would fit right in at a nudist colony. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I was on one. Well, I don't know about a colony, but I was on a new beach recently. Oh, yeah? Did you have fun? There's an 80-year-old on there. <laughs> what? 80-year-old. A couple old heads. Were they after you? Men or women? Both. Uh. And they were just going. And I was inspired. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I did go stand. I, 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 I have proof. I went and stood on the balcony naked and felt liberated. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the old heads were on the beach butt naked. Bucky Necky. And and they, they were just, and yeah, I was just like, you know, when I get old, I want to be like Rickles that. Saggy. Yeah, yeah, just let me go. Yeah, well, I mean, at that age, who cares? Right. So people were looking at that old lady. Well, you have to put your socks on. Could, you know, it could be health hazard. But she can point. tuck her breasts in her pants. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, she was laying down, and they were laying down, too. Yeah, they were on the side. On the side, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. And I, and I was looking, and I looked, and I was like, wait. And I looked again, because I got bad eyes. I looked again, and What are those things on the side of her body? That's not a cup holder. Oh, okay. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to get into some more music. Yeah. And then when we come back, maybe you guys can play another tune. We would love to do that. All right, now this is the band that I was telling you about that I want you to check out. Who's that? They're from Delaware. They're called Toretta Storm. Oh, okay. Have you heard them? I don't know, but I'm in Delaware a lot, though, so. They've played a lot in Philly. Yeah. So this is their song, Heart of Gold. Toretta Storm is a new band for us that we really, really like. We've played a lot of their music, and hopefully we can get to one of their shows. But I am going to tell you that the first time I saw the band, just the picture of the band, 
just looking at the picture of the band because, you know, it's just human nature. I automatically formed in my head what I thought they were going to sound like. Yeah. It was totally different. Wow. Totally different. But check this band out, guys. Toretta Storm. They're on Facebook. This is their song, Heart of Gold. You're listening to The Fire and I Show. We'll be right back. So, it's a black female singer. Okay. Black drummer. White guitar player, white bass player. So, when I saw this, I totally thought it was going to be like R&B. Yeah. She's got a couple R&B songs. I like the variety. But most of it is, it's like a soulful rock. Rock and soul. Totally took me... Like, on a completely different path from what I was thinking I was going to listen just by looking at their picture. Wow. (laughs) Corbin said, old ladies on a new beach, count me in. (laughs) (laughs) And how old is Corbin? How old is Corbin? Corbin is 25 now. 25? No, 24. 25, 24. Corbin is on our social media manager, but also I got to give a shout out to Corbin on live. Because he's also he's directed the video uh, relief, and he's also directing uh, a couple of our new music videos coming out, including Quicksand, which is coming up. Yeah. Uh, Hold my own and get it right. He's going to direct our get it right oh, video. Sweet. We can track this guy down before you know before yeah. he's gone for good. You know, big LA star. And but, he um, matches his Corbin. socks and bras too. He's saying. Yeah, right. And Corbin, and shout out Corbin Lee. Wait a minute. He matches his socks and bras. Yeah. He means underwear. He's twenty three. His girl said he's twelve. Oh, so. I thought he was twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're done here. Oh, no. <laughs> Kristen. Yeah, I gotta be <laughs> Please, guys. Alternative tuning one. So here's this, here's this UPS truck. It's on the driveway. Can you believe that? It's in the driveway. Can I see this? Can I see that again? UPS truck. Can UPS truck on fire in somebody's driveway. I'm pissed if he gets the damn thing out of there. Right? Hey, burn the crib down. But that was the dude who was still holding on to his package, though. <laughs> he said no to LA. Well, the I got- UPS guy still got his package under his arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I gotta just believe. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, cool. Yeah, this is like a funny. Oh, you're getting some heart. I think that's. I think you're getting the heart. Hot cells, frozen vodka. Um. Yeah, I'm going out to LA. Oh. Um. Yeah. I I I I'll still be up here until um. I'm doing a farewell show in Coachville um next month. So. It's a weird tuning song. <laughs> and we are back. So, check out Jamal Anthony. Now, do you have a like page or you just have... Yeah, yeah I got a like page. Jamal Anthony fan page. Okay. Just put that in in uh, Facebook search and um, like that. And you can also hit me on Instagram at the Molly Star, T H E M A L L Y S T A R, and on uh, Twitter at Jamal underscore Anthony. And you can follow me on the best one, Snapchat at Jamal Anthony. Jamal with two L's. I don't get Snapchat. I've so I've downloaded I've downloaded it twice and I still the only reason why I downloaded it because I want to take pictures of all the funny filters. Yeah, Darius Rucker. <laughs> Darius Rucker told me when I seen him last, he was like, "You're too old for Snapchat." Is that what he said? That's what he told me. Well, my daughter uses it a lot with her friends. I said, what? And I had to roll it when he said it, too, so it was funny. So did you put the little ears and nose on him? Did you do that? I didn't do that. I shouldn't do that. No, because I was doing a video, and he thought I was doing a picture. So I was just sitting there, I started laughing. He was like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, Snapchat. He get too old for Snapchat. I was like, oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you you should have done the ears and nose. Thing I should. Right I should. I'm I'm gonna see him in August too, so I'll I'll, I'll do that. Next time, I want to see the ears and nose. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Did 
do that shout out to the Fire Night Show for us when you get that picture. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the, 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 the dog filter all on them, and I'm going to say shout out to the Fire Night Show while I'm recording them. And then make, him, then make him stick his tongue out. Yeah, so he's got that dog. Make him, make him talk so it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary, say hi. I'm on it. I'm on it. All right, so what song are you going to do now? So yeah, this is a, so as part of this album that we're recording this year, and we're trying to kind of get Jamal in as much as we possibly can. This is another song that is kind of about, you know, it's about the, the state of people, like, uh, and just trying to kind of work things out. Get things right, and that's what it's about. And I kind of felt like this is another song that him and I would resonate with. Um, and you can oh, check sorry. Never Seen Out. Uh, just do a search for Never Seen Music on Facebook or Google or Instagram or Twitter and all those same things as well. Are you on um, Snapchat? Well, you know, I'm, I'm not on Snapchat. You will be soon. I will be soon, right. Now that I know that I can look much younger with some filters. Yeah. That's what I need. You know? And you the need. floppy ears. And, yeah, the flop, and whatever the cute it takes, noses. Whatever it takes. Yep. The bunny faces. Yeah. I, got a, I got a face for radio, so. No, nah, he's pretty. Drop some hearts if TJ's pretty. Drop them hearts, yeah. y'all. Let me see. Yeah. Drop them hearts for my boy. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a song called Get It Right. We'll be, we're going to actually record it uh, in two weeks in the studio, full circle recording. Um, and then we'll be filming a video for this uh, as well. And, you know, keep your eye out because just, just the same as we did with Relief, where we're using that video to help people, we're going to use this one to help some people too. All so right. Come on that. Real quick, I just want to let you guys know. There is a cute, uh, cute. See, I got cute on the brain. There is a cool little service out there called arrow.fm. Okay. It's another podcasting site. And they automatically broadcast your podcast out to six different podcast groups. You don't have to do anything. So they send it to iTunes. They send it to Google. The whole nine yards. Well, we're recording this right now. So when this is all done, this will be broadcast on iTunes and Google and all those places. And we'll post it online. So those of you. Now, it's not the first part of the show, but right before you guys did Relief. That's when we started recording because that's when I remembered. Yay! So, uh, <clears throat> it'll probably be a little bit, you know, a little bit over an hour worth of stuff. But anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, that's great. It's a little, a little hidden secret that nobody really knows about. You mm-hmm. know, we're always sneaking things in there, right? <laughs> Pitbull? All the time. All the time. All right, go for it. Sure. This is Get It Right. You got him. Yeah. 
Featuring Jamal Anthony all over the place. Yeah. Like sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing you said? You said chocolate and sex and chocolate. Sex and chocolate. Sex and chocolate. How can you forget that? <laughs> I know. That's just that's just the smoothest shit I've heard in my life. Your voice sounds like sex and chocolate. <laughs> so it's silky smooth, baby. I, I, I get silky smooth all the time. Sex yeah. and chocolate. Yeah. I mean, there were women that were like, you know, fanning themselves and wow. stuff. What the hell was that? <laughs> you were on the stage singing. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. That's, you know, one degree better than six degrees. <laughs> so I want to ask you something. What is what's the local music scene like in back home in Virginia? In, oh, in Virginia. Well, you know, it's funny. I just I've, I've lived there for two years myself, and I've recently just started playing out live. You know, trying to do the recording thing, but get out and play, and I've. Uh, um, I've played a few acoustic only gigs, uh, and, uh, I've had a decent amount of places that uh, are available. It's just trying to like match up, uh, <laughs> my, my kind of insane schedule. Um, but we played a couple of gigs at a place called the wild rose cafe, which was really fun. I'm looking to play gigs at another place called the tap house. Nice. Rebecca Evans, if you're listening, I'm going to be there. I promise. <laughs> I get, I'm supposed to hit them up soon. Um, we played at a place, I did an open mic at a place called the Camo, and the Camo is really an awesome place. That's downtown Richmond, uh, VCU campus place. And they, I would say, you know, if you guys are in Richmond and I, you know, I don't have any vested interest in this place other than the fact that if you're a singer songwriter kind of person and you want to be down in it, the Camo's the place you want to go because, you know, they are very singer songwriter friendly. They have a whole thing, like showcase that goes on. So I'm hoping I, I put my hat in the ring to try and, you know, be a part of one of those. Um, but you know, it's a process and that's, and that's, Kind of why I've just put so much effort into recording because you can record asynchronously, you know, I can do my part, write my parts, and I can get other people involved and put it all together um, versus it's, it can be tough to try and play live to put the whole band. I got two guys that are in New York, two guys in Virginia, so. Right. But Steve Marley, Bill Lovett, thank you so much. Hey, that's my last oh. name. Yeah. I wonder if we're related. How does he spell his last name? M-O- oh, you can put me on spot. No, love it. Love it. Well, oh, 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 Bill. Oh, yeah, good. I stopped it. It's L-O-B-E-T-T. L-O-B-E-T-T. I wonder if we're related. That's how I spell Syracuse my name. Syracuse Bill. Yep. He's on Facebook. We have to hook up. Bill, if you're listening, check out Tracy Lovett. We could be related. Could Look, be related. Let, me, let me tell you something. This older gentleman came into my job about two weeks ago, and he was like, is there someone here with the last name Lovett? I was like, yeah, that's me. He's like, well, my mom was a Lovett, and my uncle was doing all this family lineage research and stuff, and he starts naming off all this stuff that I remember my uncle doing when my uncle was doing the family tree lineage stuff. And I'm like, what are the chances? Like, he was like, oh, he's like, you know, we're... Are you related to a Lord Lovett out of Scotland? I was like, he, yeah. Lord Lovett. Yeah. He's dead really? now, but yeah. Nah. He's dead Lord, now. Nah. Lord, no, no, no. Lord Lovett's not dead. Because Lord Lovett never dies. That's that's <laughs> a legendary name. And legends never die. Lord Lovett? Yeah, Lord Lovett. Damn. That's nice. My aunt and uncle actually went to Scotland and met him. Lord I, I think I was in middle school when they actually went. And met him, took pictures with him, the whole nine yards. In front of his huge castle. 
I wish I wish I was Lord Jamal. You could be Lord Jamal. I would be like, I mean, doesn't that sound good? It's Lord Jamal got a nice ring to it. Or Lord Anthony. Ooh. And then Lord he's like, Anthony. I'm, like Anthony. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Lord that little, Anthony. Yeah, with that little steak on Lord it. Anthony. I like that. <laughs> so Jamal, what's what's the scene like in in the Philly area? Um Honestly? Yeah. yeah. Alright. Yeah. It's a it's it's a good alright. I don't like it as much as I like the LA scene. Um and if you're connected with the right people in Philly, I feel like you get you can advance. But Philly is super clicked up. So if you're not like in that click, it's like you know, but like Do I said, you think the music scene is better? For bands as opposed to singer songwriters, or do you think it's better for the singer songwriters as opposed to bands? Mm, that's a good question. Um, because I know you have a full band, but you also right. do a lot of stuff. Yeah, just by yourself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy. It's so much. There it is, right there. It's just yeah. like you know, like I love playing with the full band, and it's the same everywhere I've been. It's always been the same situation. It's just like it's so much easier to be able to just get out there and do stuff yourself. Sometimes, yeah, not that you don't want to play with the band. Yeah, but. I love. You know, well, complete disclosure is like I. I just feel like playing with a band. I, I love it. I'd rather do every show with a band. Or if you wouldn't. Me. Exactly. <laughs> right. But getting so many people on the same page. It's difficult. Right. It's difficult. Um, timing, schedules, you know, just, just that. That alone makes it just difficult um, to the point where, like, I know me, like, I get overwhelmed sometimes. Like, I got a lot going on. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like Thursday morning, I'm flying out to L.A. If I'm coming back to a show, it's like. I'd rather everybody like can can somebody be in charge of having all of this together <laughs> rather than I gotta come in and you know what I'm saying? It's just right. Like, it's just and then I, I keep telling like people too, it's like, you know, you gotta um man, the the talent level is so fierce out here. You know? And I'm a big promoter of it costs zero dollars and zero cents to be on time. It costs nothing to be a decent person. It costs nothing to be eager to learn. It costs nothing to be nice. It costs nothing to have a good attitude. And you know, just all that stuff. And I like I know me personally, like I've gotten super far in my career off of that alone. Don't right. think it looks You're very, very pretty. Thank you. <laughs> I believe him when he says it too. <laughs> so, you know, another point to your point too is like, you know, especially in this day and age, the way that music used to be, you know, like I'm, I'm a child of the eighties too. And you always hear about bands playing with these awesome clubs and people going out and getting signed and all that. And it's, I mean, when we know music has really changed a lot, I don't, for all the negative parts about that, the, the good part is as a solo artist, it plays really well when you, you have social media and things where you can right. just hop on just like we're doing right now. Yeah. And you, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it sounds a little cleaner. It sounds a little, it's a little bit easier. It's, and, and like you said, you can do it in an impromptu way. And when you mess up, nobody else knows yeah. <laughs> you know, for yeah. the most part. But we have so much access now, and there's so much more competition mm -hmm. out there because of it. But we have we have really easy access, and so it becomes really easy to try and get your stuff out there using this kind of this this kind of medium as yeah. a, as a solo artist, or you know. So I, I found that that's really influenced. I think music everywhere too. Um, you know, you won't go out and play a, a gig anywhere where you know, just like we did tonight. You know, don't forget about my Facebook, my my my, you know, right? My, having, my, my Snapchat, having, like, yeah, my, you know, all that yeah. stuff to pass out and have people right. follow your social media. Like, I know I got posted by Gifted Voices um, about a week ago on ins Instagram. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. Instagram, that was like really cool. A lot of people were hitting me up about that. And another thing with the band thing is, it's super hard when you know, because I have no doubt in my mind that. If I was full time touring, getting paid like crazy money, my I would have no problems with these with anybody being. Like, oh yeah, we're showing up because you're getting paid and everything. But until it's to a point where you can pay all your bills off of it, yeah. Then, oh, I can't go to this gig because I gotta 
Hey, baby no. needs diapers. <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep the lights on. What's well, like, and it's a lot of work. Too. Right, it is I mean, a lot of work. You know, my friend had I had an unbelievable gig this weekend. I mean, really awesome, and uh, played a campground. There were hundreds of people there. Mm. They they really were excited, and you know, the sound guy showed up at four thirty. They went on at 7.30. They were already set up before that. They they wanted to ease on into it. But you know what? It was a pain in the ass. Yeah. And they're just like, we're done. You know, we just wanna we wanna have a crew. We don't wanna have to do this anymore. We just wanna have to, we just wanna show up and do well, this. Just exactly. show up, plug in, and exactly. play. Yeah. Yep. Because it's so much right. work. And, and everybody wants something. Yeah. The sound guy wants something, that <laughs> guy wants something, this guy wants something, that guy. It's ridiculous. And it's like by the time you pay your overhead, talk to them. They well, they they, they don't you know, by the time right. you pay the overhead, there's no money for you. No wonder people can. I mean, everybody's gotta do a DIY now. Because way back when, when you went on tour, the record companies paid you to go on tour. Right. They paid for your accommodations. They paid for everything. Now, you, they'll pay you shit. And shout out to everybody listening right now because you're get, I, I, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna tell y'all some of the insider stuff because I'm <laughs> learning it all. Man. And like, yeah, seriously. And then another thing with it is, um, once upon a time, the label would get you, put you in artist development. Oh, this, that, and the third, that's dead. That, that's gone. Yeah. No. What they do now is they come to your city. Who's the hottest in your city? Yeah. Who's the most popular? Who got who got who got a hundred thousand followers? Yeah, who 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 who's that? We want that guy. And they sign you. We ain't worried about no album. They want singles. Yeah. Put that and all they do is distribution. That's all yeah, exactly. they do. Put a little they bullshit don't do song artist out. Just that much. They don't do shit. None of that. Yeah. So so now you are your artist development. You do your own artist development. But that's where because I think social media, this right here is a gift and a curse. It is. Stuff's not organic anymore like it used to be. But you can at the same time, you can create an organic fan base by not needing a label and cutting out the middleman. Mm-hmm. And then if you can stay independent, like, a, like, and, and it's, I don't know how big this success rate of it, but then it also matters that what you define success as, because I remember somebody asked me a question one time, a guy, Jason, I used to work with him, I was a custodian. He said, man, would you rather have, be a, a millionaire and do music that you don't want to do and whatever, like do that pop shit, whatever, like, and I love pop music. Now, <laughs> yeah. Throwing it out as an example, would you rather do that? Or would you rather have a, a solid fan base, make 100K a year, and love what you're doing? At that time, I'm like, oh, man, I want that money. Now, my my definition of what success is has changed. Mm-hmm. If, I get, if I get to have a comfortable living, because, like, I ain't never had shit. So for me to live my life, not, it doesn't, I'm used to that. I, I, I grew up poor. Poor, poor. So... If I don't have anything, I'm fine. Right. You know, you can put me in the jungle. I'm okay. I've always been in the jungle. But um, no, I'd rather have that 100K a year with a solid fan base instead of doing something that I don't want to do because as I'm getting older, I'm realizing it's about just being happy. You don't need no record deal. You don't need the label to do all this. Like, thank <laughs> God that I get to go see Disney Friday. Thank God that <laughs> I, I got to be... Um, that you're going to sing when you wish upon a star. <laughs> Awesome. I'm glad that that's happened. But, and, and thank God for Dreamers for, you know, we, a, a, a year ago we cut that song and it made the album. Like, that's great. But, yeah, I just want to be happy. I'm happy right now. I'm in a happy place. And hopefully Disney can enhance that. I that's important. Yep. You can be a miserable, <laughs> a miserable son of a bitch. Yeah. And be really talented. But that, your, your attitude and everything that you, that you say and you do and how you, Present yourself. If you're a miserable son of a bitch, yeah, but you're super talented. That's not. It's it's gonna reflect. Well, right. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. Know I mean? Today, you know, you hear. I, I'm not gonna throw this person under the bus, but you know, I asked one a, a fellow musician a long time ago, like, well, what is it that you want to do? And he's like, I want to be famous. And I said, that's great, but famous is not a career. You mm-hmm. should you should hone a skill, and if you're famous for what you do, that's great. But like to me, it's like it's it's about the talent. You know what I mean? It's about you. I mean, and I'm not. You know, I. I'm not hating on people that, you know, you want to dress a certain way or, you know, you have a whole entourage of the way you want to look and, and a look and, yeah. and a feel. That's fine. But, I mean, to me, it's like being famous is not a career. Being good at something and being well recognized for that. Why are they recognized as famous? You want to be for that. But 
being famous in and of itself, and there's too many people that just want, you know, that want to be famous. You know, you don't, you don't go what, to famous what, school. You know, what yeah, is famous? Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, everybody's I mean, everybody's attitude is different. Right? Instagram famous. Right. You, want, <laughs> like you, Instagram. you want people to love you for something that's genuine. You want to be appreciated right. for something that's genuine, and right. there it is right there. It's well, like, so and, that's you, another, like you said, the Instagram fame. How many of these pieces of crap? Now I'm going to say that because this is how I feel. Girls, scantily dressed girls, who are making tons of money on YouTube or Instagram and stuff just for being a social media person. Right. You know, or they Sorry, go on YouTube, You know what I mean? But it's still, <laughs> I, I, they it's, have, it's, to it's, me, there is no serious talent. There is nothing there that is worthy of them making that kind of money and yeah. getting that much attention. Yeah. That I, is worthy. I only want people to click on something if they hear, hear something they like, if they if something that resonates right. with them. Not if I, you know, pump these up enough or hike this up high enough, you know. <laughs> right. I, I, oh, make, man, I really got to hike in a pie. But if I make 5,000 likes this yeah, week, I'm yeah, going to make yeah. $1,000. That's, yeah. And, and it's sometimes it, it can be discouraging, right, because you feel like what you, what you are doing is for the most genuine reason. It doesn't necessarily generate the most likes, the most dollars. But at the end of the day, and uh, to bring it back around, I can say that when we finished our song release, and, and, and it was a feeling that I heard that song, I knew that song was complete. I was proud of that song. And if nothing else ever happens from that, any other than what already happened with it, yeah. I hear that song and I'm proud right here. I feel good about it. Yeah. And it's, you know, as, a, as an artist, to be able to look at something and say, I feel like we reached the potential of what that could be. Right. That is the best feeling as, as an artist because then it doesn't matter. Whatever happens, I know this is exactly what I wanted, to, wanted it to be. If they don't like it, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. I hope they love it, but if they don't like it. <laughs> and piggybacking what you were saying, it's also another crazy thing because like it's like sex sex has been selling since the beginning. Of the oh, year. yeah. And that's always going to sell. And it, and it sucks as an artist sometimes where you're like, she can go shake her ass on there and get 100000 whatever. I can go on here and pour my heart out into mm -hmm. a song mm -hmm. and really tell you about like some, some deep shit. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> what's the same with lyrics? Yeah. We we're talking about at work. I got to change back and went back to doing what I was doing years ago. And there's a bunch of, I would say millennial type, like my daughter's age. She's going to be 24. Yeah. Tyler. Even though she's not really your, what people say, the negative typical millennial. But they're listening to this music and stuff. And um, there's this one song and Nicki Minaj was on it. And I just like, I shuddered, you know, because it's just. My daughter's like, I really like this song until they stuck her in that. And we're talking about lyrics. I go, you know, music nowadays, they they hardly play any instruments. Everything's sampled. Yeah. I go, the lyrics, every song is like maybe five words. Yeah. And that's it. I go, you go back and you listen to like a Led Zeppelin song. Or you go back and you listen to a Queen song. Yeah. Or even some like really old R&B stuff where they're telling a story and they're right. pouring their heart into it. And it's, it's not like... She a she a hoe. She a hoe. That's three words for God's sake. And you know how many people it took to write? It took eight people to write that song. Yeah. What's crazy though is that there are people that that do that can do digital manipulation. They're unbelievably talented. They can do stuff. But if the first thing you're gonna do is just give me one word, repeat it, and then show me some, and that's it, and that's all it is. Then it's not, you know, to me that's not the art. That's just that's manipulation and marketing. Right. I mean, what's that song? From Queen, the Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, he wrote that Mercury. song. One person wrote that song. Yeah. One person produced that song. Right. That other song that she's a hoe song. Yeah. Eight people wrote yeah. that song. Six producers. Right. Why? You know what I mean? I understand that it's, it's all about the money and yeah. it's all about the game. Well, who? How many? You know? How many people wrote voices? Two. How many people produced voices? One. I guess you're wondering what the hell I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, most of my, all my, a lot of the songs I do, it starts right there. It starts on the piano, and I'll get in there, and um, I'll, 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 spill my, I'll spill my heart on it, and I'll do, like, my phone is full of voice notes, and I'll do these little voice notes, and I let a producer or somebody hear him who I know has an ear. And it's funny because most of the producers that I work with, they are producers who play all the instruments, bass, drums, dark. We do all that. It's awesome. So we can go live with everything. And then they but just see, she's, she's wondering why I'm talking about 
<laughs> she's, wa- she's wondering why I'm talking about voices. Ooh. She hasn't heard the song. I haven't heard oh, it yet. This is a good segue. Oh, I think we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. you should. I think we should hit that. Mm, I think you should play it. Wrote a song about it. Want to hear? It? Let's <laughs> I go. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Give them a little background about voices. I've heard um, this because I watched one of his Facebook Live videos when he was on. Um, what was the station? 93 5? 93 7. 93 7. STW, yeah. Um, shout out to my boys, Frankie Davis, Dan Washington. I told you he's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Um, Song Voices, super stripped. I think it's done. I don't think nothing's going to be added or taken away to it right here. But this will be the second time that it's ever been played. Um, I love it, and I hope y'all love it. Here is Voices by Jamal Anthony. Be right back. So I'm listening when he was on that radio station and I'm listening to a song and I'm like, um, Jamal, why don't we have this? Oh, yeah, I think I saw that interaction, though. <laughs> Pretty nice. Thanks. And I just recorded it, like, a couple weeks ago. So it's, it's super new. I got a bunch of stuff that I got to do. Like, but yeah, I'm working on um, some country stuff as well. All right. Yeah, working on some country stuff, getting Darius Rucker some stuff. Um, I'm actually going to Nashville next month to work with um, some of his bandmates. So. When you go to Dar- Darius is a Virginia boy, Carolina boy, Carolina, Carolina. Mm-hmm. When you go to Nashville, seriously, um, are you going to be working? You're working with them, or are you working at a studio? Um, yeah, I think um, 22 Studios. Okay, uh, Lee Turner, um, great dude. It's not on there yet, but it's coming there. Um, awesome dude though. Awesome guy. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing musician. And um, I, I'm a bit, like, the country scene is amazing it right is. now. Nashville is popular. It is. And, and I love the fact that Nashville is lyric time. Yeah, it's like lyric All time. stories. All stories. All stories. And I, like. Nick Fury. Yeah. And I want to, I want to go learn how to tell my stories better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my friend he, he well, you know he's born in Memphis. Yeah, and Reason, you know and always did uh you know started off with country and everything. He's mm-hmm. the one who's related to Conway Twitty, so he would sit on the end of the stage and listen to him play and everything. Yeah, and uh you know and that started off, but then he kind of moved into like the rock and the eighties and all that stuff, and now he's back into country. Mm-hmm. And their goal in the next two years is to go to Nashville. They started writing. I mean, they they do a lot of you know country and. Southern Rock covers, but they started yeah. writing, and it just—they're—they're—they're they're da- they're going in that. They said that's where you, people need to be. He said, if you just want to go and you just want to record stuff and you just want to, you know, do not you guys want to do another substance. song? What? Yeah, what? Do you want to play on the keyboard? Oh no, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you know, worry about substance. Go to L.A. But if you want to worry about lyrics and you want to really write and really be right. intense, Nashville. Yeah, yeah, cool. Great. All right, I'm gonna tune up this one. How am I going to do one over there? Can you hear? Probably. I don't see why not. We can bring it over here. And we're back. We're back. All right. So, we got a couple things that we're going to figure out for when we come back. In the meantime, we're going to play another another song. Uh, we got some things we want to work out real quick for you guys. Uh, this is another local band. They are from Bethlehem. They're called 18th Hour. And this is their song, Diamonds and Stones. And we know that our our buddy and, and good old pal, Mrs. Bon Jovi in the chat room, <laughs> she loves this band. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is probably one of my favorite songs by 18th hour when you listen to it the first time i heard it the first thing i pictured was girls dancing very classy 
Okay. On the strip poles. I like that. Very classy. <laughs> well, not classy on the strip poles. Classy, classy, classy on the strip poles. Classy strip poles. Hey, it's All possible. Right. No, Richie. It's it's possible. Like All right, so here is Diamonds and Stones by 18th Hour. Be right back. Where's the bathroom? Upstairs, first door on the right. All right. Hey, Greg. Cool. I'll do it. Just I'll do that. Yeah. Because. It's kind of, you know, how we both wrote a quicksand song. Yeah. Uh, with it, we, we both... We... Yeah. Oh, man, don't worry about it. I'm going I'm to I'm send you another one. No. <laughs> I can send you another one. What song are you gonna do? Love another drugs? Love another drugs. Ooh. Time machine? But he can probably play the guitar for me. Listen, listen to this. Tell me if you don't get the same vibe. As it as, from, as this one from Time Machine? No, this is the song I was telling you. Next time we get together to do this, we'll, we'll uh, I can I'll learn a couple of his, his songs so I can play for him. Mm. I like that. Sounds like a mouse. Who's this? 18th hour. And they're vocal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice noise. I like that. They just sell up. They've been together 18 years. Great guys. Are we still live? Oh, we are still live! Well, I, uh, I can uh, pre-advertise the song, because I know Corbin said make sure to pre-advertise the song. But this is, uh, this is for our, the video we're going to be filming. The weekend he comes in to record, we're going to be filming this video the following day. We're going to be standing on rocks in the river, playing our instruments. Nice. Yeah. So, the reason I thought the first one is because when Jamal and I first uh, met, we were both writing songs made quicksand. Oh, nice. Yeah. Two very different songs. This is my favorite part with the guitar when he does it. It sounds like he's like picking. Yep. This part. Oh, wow. wow. 